Good morning, everyone, and welcome to today's workbook lesson from A Course in Miracles. And what a wonder and a pleasure and an honor and a privilege it is to be here on this day, right here, right now, with you. Thank you so much for joining with me. And it doesn't matter how you think you're doing that. Um, it's a rainy day here in Wisconsin. And it just has that quality of contemplation, doesn't it? It's a kind of a contemplative day, a day to find our refuge and security in the Lord, which is exactly what today's lesson is all about. And so we're not going to uh, waste a lot of time with the preamble. We will get right into it. Interestingly enough, um, today's lesson, which is lesson 200 and... <laughs> I'm really, I've just written it down and I've already forgotten the numbers. For some reason, I'm not doing that well with numbers, with remembering numbers these days. I used to be rather good at it, but uh, it's 261. So we're into um, a whole different theme. You know, we are into a new theme for these last 10 days. And it's really, I, I just, this is so exquisitely timed and so perfectly laid out. I'm talking about A Course in Miracles now. It blows my mind every time. And so today and for the next 10 days. For these 10 days, we're dealing with what is the body? What is the body? And we have already uh, decided in the last few days or recognized or realized that the idea of separation from God is the, the idea that the human mind, the conceptual mind, is laboring under and that the proof quote-unquote uh, of, of separation from God is your body identity and this is this is what you need this is what you use to uh, maintain that idea to reinforce it constantly to consolidate it at every turn and you know to use it as proof that you have separated yourself from your creator. And it, it's just, a, it's a very interesting idea um, that much as we talk about uh, God and God is our father and God is our refuge and security and God is with us, we live and move in him. The word God, certainly the way it is used in English, um, just has a way of making you think that you're talking about something separate. You're creating nonetheless, but separate from you. And so it does, it's not a word, or really there isn't really a word that really helps in conveying the truth that you are the very essence of God himself and do not and cannot maintain a separate existence. 
See, we talk about God our Father. The problem, of course, is that you kind of correlate that or equate that, um, or you think it's analogous to a human father. And if you look at your human father, you think that at the moment, I mean, you, you accept that definitely you are the seed of your father, but that at the moment of his ejaculation, your conception, you separated yourself. So the seed now has separated itself from its source. I mean, so that's how you think of your human father, and it's separated, it's found union uh, with your mother's seed or your mother's egg, however you want to describe that, and you've now grown and you stay attached to your mother for certainly a lot longer than you stay attached to your dad, and then she pushes you out and you now maintain a separate existence. So everything is mass, isn't it, the way you think about it? Everything is form, it's shape, it has substance, okay? And all this separation is, a, is accomplished by the interspersing of space, right? And so that space gives you the idea of yourself as a separate entity, and that idea is literally housed in your body form. And so that even when you think of God as your father, the only experience you have of fatherhood is being pushed into a separate existence. This is why they use the Big Bang as, you know, uh, being kind of analogous or as a metaphor for the act of creation. But it's always, in, in human terms, predicated on separation, being pushed out, and there is a there's uh, spaces interposed between the pusher outer and what is pushed out. So when you say God, my Father, you're still thinking perhaps in terms of something that is separate from you. The idea that fatherhood literally entails togetherness, union in every single sense with the essence of God is not something that you can really grasp, okay? Because again, the idea of grasping, or as the master teacher used to sometimes jokingly say, graspation, um, <laughs> always entails something that is not you. You're separated by time and you're separated by space, okay? That is actually why I, I, I prefer the word that we use in Judaism, Hashem, um, which is the name, the name of God. We say Hashem to symbolize the name. Because when you talk about Hashem, the name, you're not really talking about a physical being, are you? It's really an idea. It's an, it's an essence. Now, don't get me wrong. This is not about semantics and this is not about what word you use. What I'm really trying to express here is that your tendency, your first resort, as it, as it were, even in thinking of God as Father, uh, is to conceive of yourself, to conceive of him as a separate entity. 
And this is why just yesterday in what we were reading, uh, once you introduce perception into it, you can no longer know it. This is in what is sin. So today, then, we are going to begin with a new lesson. God is my refuge and my security. Now, that's almost verbatim from uh, Psalm 46. The, the difficulty that you've had with the Psalms is that they were written in seemingly physical conditions of, of strife and war and you know, hostility and enmity. So again, it's hard for you to think of refuge or security as the very essence of being itself. So let's, uh, let's get right into what is the body, and then we'll, we'll move into today's lesson. The body is a fence the Son of God imagines he has built to separate parts of his self, capital S, from other parts. Okay, so we immediately begin with this, that you are the son of God, so the fatherhood of God, but you think that sonship entails separation. And so you have this body, which is literally a fence to, you know, uh, reinforce that idea. The body is a fence the Son of God imagines he has built to separate parts of his self from other parts. It is within this fence he thinks he lives, to die as it decays and crumbles. For within this fence, he thinks that he is safe from love. What a strange idea. You're safe from love. You've removed yourself from the essence of creation itself, which is love, right? You think you've somehow separated yourself from love and you're safe from it. You're protecting yourself from God. Isn't that amazing? So you construct your fence, your little body, and you live in that body and you're not part of God anymore. You're safe from him. He is, he is the, the enemy that you're hiding from. He causes all these horrible things to happen to you. Isn't that weird? And that's why we talk about sin as insanity. Okay, so you think you're safe from love. Now, identifying with his safety, he regards himself, that's himself with a small h, you know, himself, that body identity, that personality that he has made as what his safety is. Wow. How else, could he uh, how else could he be certain he remains within the body, keeping love outside? Listen, the body will not stay. Yet, this he sees as double safety. So you're going to die and crumble into nothingness. <laughs> Still safe from God, still apart from everything. <laughs> For the Son of God's impermanence is proof, quote-unquote, that his fences work and do the task his mind assigns to them. For if his oneness still remained untouched, who could attack? And who could be attacked? Who could be victor? <laughs> 
who could be his prey, who could be victim, who the murderer, and if he did not die, what proof, quote unquote, is there that God's eternal Son can be destroyed? So you see how this whole insanity that we spoke about in in the last uh, thing, what is sin, you see now how that insanity literally is enlivened by the body identity. It's consolidated even further. But listen to this. The body is a dream. Really, get, get an idea of this. Get a sense of this. Get a sense of this right here and right now because everything I'm reading, everything we're saying is not for later on. It's not for from before. It is now. It is you. Get a sense of this, that what you think of as you, this body, is a dream. The body is a dream. Like other dreams, it sometimes seems to picture happiness, but can quite suddenly revert to fear where every dream is born. For only love creates in truth, and truth can never fear. Made to be fearful, must the body serve the purpose given it. But we can change the purpose that the body will obey by changing what we think that it is for. This is exactly what we were reading yesterday. You know, Sin causes you to strive and strive, but we can change the purpose for striving. So with the body, we can change the purpose that the body will obey. Because the body is not really a thing of itself. It's a thought, isn't it? It obeys your mind. You remain its commander. The fact that you think you're a body has, is not true. It doesn't make it true. So you can change your mind about what you are. And the body will follow suit. Wow. The body, listen is the means by which God's Son returns. We spoke about the teshuva. That's the moment that we're in right now. It's Yom Kippur starting from uh, uh, sunset tonight. We're now in Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement. This is these, these 10 days from Rosh Hashanah to Yom Kippur. It culminates tomorrow. These ten days, the days of teshuva, the days of the return to sanity, the day, the days of making your amends, letting go. We're also in International Week of Forgiveness and Perfect Peace. 
So this, this is the time, and I would really like to seize this opportunity to sincerely ask your forgiveness for anything that I may have done or left undone that has caused you offense in any way, in any of my words, in any of my thoughts, in any of my deeds that made you for one moment imagine however slightly that I consider you with anything other than love. Please forgive me. Welcome me back into your heart as I welcome you in my heart. I ask your forgiveness. I love you with all my heart. Wow. Let's take a moment here and play a song.
Thank you. Thank you. What a beautiful song. Thank you for that. Wow. Okay. The body is the means by which God's son returns to sanity. Though it was made to fence him into hell without escape, yet has the goal of heaven been exchanged for the pursuit of hell. So your direction has been changed. Your mind has been reoriented. Yours. Willingly. You have become willing to change your mind. You have become willing to forgive. You have become willing to let go and let God. You have become willing to be still an instant and go home. In that change, in that willingness, that letting go of your own agenda, you awaken in God. The Son of God extends his hand to reach his brother and to help him walk along the road with him. Now is the body holy. Now it serves to heal the mind that it was made to kill. So you see what happens now in your return, in in your transformation. Your words change. Your thoughts change. Your deeds change. You experience yourself in a whole new way. You're born again. Wow. You're born again in light and in love. Where you begin to recognize that you could never depart from the essence of your life itself. You can never depart from your creator. You you could never have left God. And you can never leave him. You begin to recognize now that your love, your peace, your security, your joy is in your true identity as the Son of God. That God is your refuge and your security. This is your recognition, your realization, as you let go of your own agenda. And fall into the hands of God. And know that he is with you, that you live and move in him. He lives and moves in you. There is nowhere, no time, no place, nothing from which he is ever absent. 
you begin then to experience a sense of self beyond the body. You really begin to recognize that the body is a dream. Wow. You will identify with what you think will make you safe. Whatever it may be, you will believe that it is one with you. Your safety lies in truth, not in lies. Your safety abides in truth, you see, because when we use that word lies in truth, you know, your safety abides in truth. Your safety is in the truth, not in falsity, not in lies. Love is your safety. Love is your safety. That is why the Shema is your prayer. Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God. The Lord God is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul, with all your strength. Love is your safety. Fear does not exist. Identify with love and you are safe. Identify with love. This is not really a partnership. This is not really a race or a religion. Oh, I identify with this person or I identify with that idea. Find your identity in love because that's where it is. Find yourself in the essence of life itself because that's what you are. Find yourself in God. God is everywhere. God is your creator. He is your father. He did not shoot you away from him. You are created in God. God creates you by extending himself. Not by splitting himself into two. Wow. You are the extension of God. You are the creation of God. Of course, there's no words, really. You're always just being invited in to that experience deep in your own mind and heart. The experience of love, of light, joy without opposite. Identify with love and you are home. Identify with love and find yourself. Wow.
Wow. So let's take a moment. you so much. Wow. Okay, so let's uh, 
read our lesson for today, which is a prayer. It's also a, a statement of truth, isn't it? And we've actually really come to realize that in our minds, in our hearts. That really has been our experience and is our experience right here, right now. God is my refuge and security. God is my refuge and security. Just let that sink in for a moment. God is my refuge and security. Know that that is so. You can depend on that. Depend on that now. I will identify with what I think is refuge and security. I will behold myself where I perceive my strength and think I live within the citadel where I am safe and cannot be attacked. Let me today seek not security in danger, nor attempt to find my peace in murderous attack. See, don't look for security inside of a split identity, inside of a body identity, as something that's separate from God. You cannot find security there. Know now that you are secure, that nothing can touch you, that you're not a body. That the body is a dream. You live and move in love itself. It's what you are. Know that for yourself. Now. Today. Let me today seek not security in danger, nor attempt to find my peace in murderous attack. I live in God. In Him, I Find my refuge and security and my strength. In him is my identity. In him is everlasting peace. And only there will I remember who I really am. Wow. Let me not seek for idols. I would come, my father, home to you today. I choose to be as you created me and find the son whom you created as myself. God is my refuge and security. I will identify with what I think is refuge and security. I will behold myself where I perceive my strength and think I live within the citadel where I am safe and cannot be attacked. Let me today seek not security in danger, nor attempt to find my peace in murderous attack. I live in God. In Him I find my refuge and my strength. In Him is my identity. In Him is everlasting peace. And only there will I remember who I really am. Let me not seek for idols. 
I would come, my Father, home to you today. I choose to be as you created me and find the Son whom you created as myself. Wow. Eternity remains 
eternity And on that spectacular note, my dear brother, we will bring this podcast to a close. It's been an amazing privilege to be here with you in this moment, in this experience, in this endeavor. Thank you so much for joining with me in this. Remember, we are in International Week of Forgiveness and Perfect Peace. And... uh, we're also, <laughs> there's Claire, hi Claire, and there's Claudia too, hi Claire, hi Claudia, thank you so much, I love you, I really love you with all my heart, just thank you, thank you for everything, uh, I love you always, and I will see you everywhere, as we go our way rejoicing in the endless love of God, in the absolute certainty, completely unequivocal in our mind and heart that God is our refuge and security. We live and move in him as one holy son of God. Have a glorious, glorious day. You have been listening to Voice from Heaven, live in the Miracles Healing Center. Remember that God's voice speaks to you all through the day, that God goes with you wherever you go, and that God is the mind with which you think. God bless us, everyone.